ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports Kevin Durant of the Warriors will miss the rest of the series with the Rockets because of a mild right calf strain. Durant could be back if the team advances to the Western Conference Finals. Former Magic and Pacers head coach Frank Vogel will interview for the Lakers coaching job. Ty Lue turned down a three-year offer from the team. Wojnarowski says the Lakers are not a top NBA destination right now. That hasn't happened, and they're looking at a July free agency where they're not the front runner for any of the big stars. Adrian Wojnarowski on Golik and Wingo. We've got an NBA playoff doubleheader on ESPN and the ESPN app starting at 8 Eastern tonight. Two potential series clinching games. First, Raptors and 76ers in Philadelphia with Toronto leading 3-2. Then the Nuggets and Trailblazers in Portland with Denver leading 3-2. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Final tonight in Boston with the Bruins hosting the Hurricanes. Bruins defenseman Charlie McAvoy will serve a one-game suspension for an illegal hit to the head of Blue Jackets winger Josh Anderson on Monday. Jaguars linebacker Telvin Smith announces on Instagram today he won't play the 2019 season, saying he needs to take time for his family and his health. He's led the Jags in tackles the last two years. Baseball finals today. The Angels hammer the Tigers 13 to nothing. Albert Pujols with a solo home run, his 2,000th career RBI, only the third player to do it, joining Hank Aaron and Alex Rodriguez. Coming up Friday, if the Rockets ever had a chance, it's now, right? The latest on KD's injury and what it means for the Warriors Rockets series. Plus, could the West Coast Cavs be a reality? And the best, worst sound of the week. Golden Wingo Friday, 6 Eastern ESPN Radio, ESPN 2. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. It's Thursday night. That means it's Beer Show night here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. How you doing, Reavers? We missed you last week, so I'm glad to have you back here in studio, uh, live inside of the TCL broadcast studios, I'll have you know. Um, I have to uh, kind of give you a little update into my life for the last okay, week. Okay, what happened? So... Uh, we did the show last Thursday night. It was great. Uh, Ryan from Elevated was here. Uh, we'll be representing by Elevated again this evening. And go home, do my thing. Get up on Friday. It was a gorgeous day. And I, you know me, I don't really do a whole lot outside of work, sure. kids, you know, yeah, dad yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. husband stuff. I, I don't really ever go out. Uh oh. Last Friday, I was at work. I was wrapping up my stuff down the hallway uh, with GL. And I got a couple texts from some friends that were in either in town or going to the Garth Brooks show. Okay. And they're like, oh, are you going on? And it, first of all, it didn't even occur to me because it's one of those things that kind of snuck up like, oh, sure. wow, I didn't even plan on it. Yeah, but, if you weren't going, you didn't really think that here it is. So I thought, you know what? I had nothing, nothing on the calendar for either that night or, or the next day because we didn't have a baseball game until mm-hmm. Sunday. So I texted my wife knowing that she was going to say no. But I said, hey. If I found like a couple of cheap tickets, do you do you want to go? And she re- she responded with, "Are you out of your mind? Like if, I can't just find somebody to come watch the boys at you know five o'clock at night." Sure. So I thought, "Oh, okay." I bought a ticket online for about twenty bucks. No, yeah, how? Uh, secondary market was okay. for Saturday night. 
was still pretty strong. But for Friday night, and in fact, I checked again right before I walked in. Sure. It was $16. You're kidding. To get I thought in on those Friday were night. sold out instantly. But these were not good seats. Sure, but it got you in. But it got you in the door. Yeah, and which so, is all you care about. So I, 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 I got my ticket, went downtown. Uh, I know some people that run a bar mm-hmm. uh, downtown Minneapolis. So I went there and had, and had a beer and waited for some friends. I had something to eat and watching the Twins game. And so we, a, a group of us kind of walked over. We walked in and they said... Uh, we have sweet tickets. I said, oh, great. Well, I'm in section we'll you know, later, yeah. 729 or whatever it was up in the upper deck. And then she goes, well, just come in with us. Yeah. I said, what do you mean? I can't just go in with yeah, you. Yeah, you can. Yeah. That's what I did. Sure. In fact, the guy, so he's, he's, and it was just me. I just went by myself. I had one ticket. So sure. he's going, oh, okay. I see your ticket. Oh, I see your ticket. And then she just goes, oh, and he's with us too. Okay, go on in. I thought, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Is that how baseless the security is? Well, no. it, it wasn't that because it wasn't like we got in from the outside. Sure, sure, you were inside. We were already in through the yeah. through the secured uh, most gated entrances. Go up to the suite, grab four people's tickets, go down, and then they hand yeah. the four tickets to the four hot chicks. Then the four hot chicks come up. That's exactly, yes. and that's exactly who I was with. Oh, by really? the way. well done. So I don't know how. Yes. Well, you know, they all have significant others, but it was it was basically that same thing. How you just played out. So this security guy was like, if these girls are willing to say you're with them, he must have a ticket because they're not just going <laughs> to let some random dude up. Yeah. Right? So anyway, it, it was it was fun, but. And I had never seen the guy live. I, I mean, we all grew up with Garth Brooks in one form or another. Great, I assume, right? Uh, oh, my God. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, he's just... Yeah, there's probably four songs that I think, oh, that's a good song. Sure. But it's he's just a showman. I Did, mean, didn't he sell out like 11 shows in a row last time? I remember... Well, wasn't there some weird it, number like it that? Was, it was back when I was still going to school down in Mankato. It was either 98 or 99, but -hmm. it was something to that effect, like 10 straight shows Shows. he sold. Because I remember, and this is the only reason I bought that ticket on Friday, was because I remember back then having, you know, $6 in my checking account, and I just simply couldn't afford a goal. But I, I was always kicking myself saying, oh, and it... And he might have been back a couple other times between you know this last weekend and the, and and back in ninety eight, mm-hmm. and I just I just couldn't you know couldn't, come, couldn't, couldn't yeah. make it happen. So I thought, well, oh, you know what, I'll just take a flyer and and then just and Forrest Gump my way into the suite. Wow, it was what cool. A, what a great story. Yeah. So if I, what was his alter ego's name? It was Chris, um, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. I don't know if everybody understands that Garth Brooks had an entire another band with. Where he was a guy named Chris Gaines. Do you think everyone knows that? I think a lot of the, sem, uh, not not even semi-casual, I think a lot of the dedicated and extremely, uh, I think a dedicated, lot of the fans get it. Dedicated, dedicated fans. fans for sure. But if you were just like, oh, I've heard of Garth Brooks, you didn't know that so, he had okay. another band that was a rock band. Like my wife. My wife knows who Garth Brooks sure. is, enjoys some of his songs. No, she would not know. She would not know that no. he literally said, I'm going to have two completely different lives, mm-hmm. and one is going to be a rock star, Chris Gaines. Which, it, it wasn't, the music wasn't No, great. but talk about concept. That's Think of anyone else doing that. Think of someone else just saying, I'm going to have two bands, and I'm going to be two different people in both of those bands. One of them is going to be a band that I can sell out 11 stadium shows in a row in a town, mm-hmm. and the other one's going to be an up-and-coming rock band. And That's cool. And whether or not, by the way, and the, and the point that I was trying uh, earlier to get to and, and forgot... What whatever you think about country music, either in its current form or whatever, because yeah. I have I have I have a lot of of uh, disagreements with what we call country music sure. today. 
I'm not. I am not a big. I hate bro country. Okay. I absolutely yeah. hate it because I love like classic country sure. and, and it, it, even some of the stuff today. Like even though he's pr- pretty much a bro country guy, I think Eric Church is great. Yeah. I, I I like yeah. Eric Church. Um, but say what you want about any form of current country music. <clears throat> That is the single best crowd you will ever attend a concert with. It's not a question. It's no question. It's no question. They try the hardest in the least. They try the hardest in the Daisy Dukes. You know, sometimes concerts, they try try the hardest and they're all wearing Gucci and they just look all stuck up. Yeah. Chicks try their hardest for a country concert in Daisy Dukes and cowboy boots and nothing looks better than Daisy Dukes. In fact, I have a pair of Dave Dukes that I wear. Actually, David Duke was a horrible racist, oh so I probably God. won't pick those. Yeah, I, wouldn't, uh, but, yeah. I wouldn't do that. But I was trying desperately to get um, a, a, like a, uh, a selfie, but then, you know, just the angle, and I couldn't tell. And I, so I was thinking, oh, I'll have my friend kind of stand up above and then take a picture of me. But I thought, I'm not going to be able to post this because my wife's going to go, oh, oh, you're oh sweet. I see. And yeah. There's a... I thought you were going to be in a, a 321X <laughs> with you know Gary yeah. in Copenhagen yeah, on the floor, right. you know. But I couldn't, I couldn't take the picture. Oh uh, well, that's that's anyway, a great. It was time. great Good for you. It was it was fun. Yeah. It, was, it was a lot of fun, and for about you know an hour and a half, I got to pretend that I, I had a social life. Yeah, know? it was. You it was were cool. a rock star in a suite, but it, it's a it, way better way to watch a show, isn't it? It was. Serious. I mean, downtown. You could just tell something big was going. It felt like Final Four weekend again. Really? Okay. Yeah, it it was cool. It was because were you out of town? I was. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. That's what. That's right. And I, I, it just it it was that cool. Like, oh, there's a buzz. There's something going on here tonight. It was pretty cool. That's right. You know what I got to do? What'd you do? I got to play golf with Jack Nicholas. No on Friday. Yeah. So I went down for a charity event. Like down Jack in Nicholas, some guy like that runs. Okay, no, the the, world's, the, the world's Jack best golfer. I need to hear about this. It was uh, it was a sport. This is a sports brag because this is a once in a lifetime deal. But I, I got to go for this charity event and and right, I, I'm on cart number one A, and I thought, wow, I wonder what pro we're gonna get because it was the greats of golf thing. And you're kidding. And me. then I get Jack Nicholas, and I was like, you're kidding. Talk about nervous when you're teeing up <laughs> are you, are with you're Jack. <laughs> And it was only, it was a group of four and him, and then, you know, his uh, manager and another person. There was no crowd, because it was this charity event, so there was no crowd so there. So it wasn't open to the public. It was at his course that he designed, that he owns in You're Houston. You're kidding me. And so I, I hit this one big bomb. I mean, a long ball. Because you're really good at golf. No. But well, I, you know I what hit, I mean. I can hit some long shots. You're better than the average Better golfer. than the average guy. I hit one really long hit. And I said, who put that green, that trap there? And he said, I did. And I said, oh. Okay, well, I guess I shouldn't complain about that trap being there, Mr. Nichols. He, he really he gave one of my buddies, uh, you know, my buddy had a two footer for par or whatever, and he said he gave him that. And he said, now every time I see my buddies and they don't give me a putt, give me this, give me, I'm gonna say, well, Jack Nicholas would have gave me that, gave me. I mean, it was just it was surreal playing with him. He was so cool. So the the foursome that you were with, are mm-hmm. the, were these all guys that you know? Um, kind of. Or were you uh, paired up with? No, they were they were guys I know. They were uh, the guys who invited me to go down I got the you. event. I got and you. It, so I was talking to Jack, and, and we were on the side, and I said, you know, how I, you know, congratulations, thanks for being such a great guy. This has been a dream come true. And I said. What's your agenda like? He said, well, we're going to finish this round at one and I got to fly to Tallahassee for a party. Then I have to come back here for the players dinner. And tomorrow morning I have to go to St. Louis for an opening. He's 79 years old. His itinerary kept going like that. And I thought, are, are you kidding me? I mean, he's going to be in like over the next five days, he's going to be in seven states. And I said, well, thank God you have your own jet. And he goes, I just sold it. I just sold my jet. 
I thought, well, how are you going to do this? You're not taking, wow. there's no way you could do that commercially. He wouldn't make no, any of those flights. No, he wouldn't make any of your flights. So he said he had another way around it, like he's using someone else's He's jet. got a guy. He's got a guy. And I thought, well, good for you. And at 79 years old, that just seemed like a lot, a lot of work. Wow. But he was just smiling and happy and but, playing golf. But and, then you also wonder too, and I can only speak from the people that I know that are around that age, mm-hmm. and they just don't want to stop working. No. There, there's a great line, and Such uses this all the time. Um Clint Eastwood was getting interviewed by, I believe it was Toby Keith. And I can't remember if they, if Toby did a song about mm-hmm. him or whatever, but they were, it was this cool kind of backstage. And Toby says, Clint, you know, you're, you're in your eighties. Like you're, you're doing all these movies and you're, and you're, what, what, why do you work this hard when you could just be on your ranch in Montana? He looked at Toby Keith. He says, cause I ain't letting the old man in. Yeah. Ain't uh, the that's old man such in. a I've great line. I've heard you line. say that before and it is a really good line. You know, that, because they they wouldn't really know what to do with themselves. No, and, and Jack had a purpose and a brightness and a logic about him and was quick-witted. In fact, he we had a caddy with us. Like, he, a caddy was really working for Jack, right? Okay. And the caddy says to Jack, he says, hey, we're 165 out, but I think it plays 175. And Jack looked at him and says, all you have to do is tell me the distance to the flag. I'll figure out what is playing. Because first of all, he was arguably the world's best golfer. And, and secondly, it's, it's his, his course. course. <laughs> he knows where. And the caddy said, I'm so sorry. Of course, sir. And then we get to the turn and I said to the caddy, I said, you got yelled at by Jack Nicholas. And, and he didn't really get yelled at. He just, no, he yeah, right. And he said, this is the best day of my life. I can't wait yeah, to tell everybody. exactly what he He's going to repeat that story a million it times. It was so funny. It was yeah. really, really a great event. And and seeing these and meeting these greats of golf, they, if you were playing in the tournament, you had to be a Hall of Flame, Hall of Fame member okay. and uh, win major championships. So we had like Annika Sorenstam and Gary Player oh, cool. and Lee Trevino and Hale Irwin. I mean, it was really... So you're going to be all over the Blaine event when it's here. I hopefully to be all over the Blaine event because that, that's a 3M sponsored thing, and that was 3M who invited me. Okay, to this uh, and that's the weekend after the Fourth of July. I think July? it's weekend four. I think it's Fourth of July weekend actually. So I that's think. on the Thursday or whatever. Yeah, the what, is what's, this year. yeah. What's nice okay. about their tournament though is it's two weeks after a major and two weeks before the next major. So oh, a lot sure. of players want to get in that time period because they they don't want to be. Uh, you know, they don't want to be rusty for majors. So sure. the people at 3M are thinking this is going to be an incredibly well attended and well played. And they have big names already signed up for it. And I do love how the PGA said it's Minneapolis, you know, or excuse me, Blaine. Sure. But we're not taking our chances. Fourth of July or that's yeah, it. Because, yeah. you know, it's it snowed and diluted yesterday, for God's sake. Ten anyway. inches. Uh, who knows? Uh, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. I promise we are going to talk some beer and a lot of it. But we're going to step aside for just a brief moment. You're listening to The Beer Show live on Score North and scorenorth.com. Um. Welcome back to the Beer Show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. My name is Chris Reavers. Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores by my side. Are we Instagram living right now? Is that what we're doing? I think we are. How come we're sideways? Why are we sideways? I don't know. Everybody go onto my Instagram and see if you're upright. All right. Um, But it's time for the weekly beer run, and that means we welcome in our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two locations, ladies and gentlemen. The best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. They are located at uh, Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis. That's my store. Or you can visit them in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And our girl Jackie is here this evening. Welcome back. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. How are you? So my guess is because you are here, it's something that may or may not be non-beer related. Is that the case? Well, it's 
beer related. Well, I, but my point is that you are you are gluten free. I am gluten free, and we're seeing the gluten free, and my bride is gluten free. So yes. we're can we call it fart free related? Is that no? There's still lots of farts. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. I mean, I don't know. It's non gluten. That's kind of what I think. See, I have uh, for those of you who are keeping score at home. I have a a four year old. I have a seven-year-old, and I have a 40-year-old yes. who I take care of every single day. Nearing 50, thank you. <laughs> uh, but you are, you are gluten-free, and so you are really, really heavy into the ciders and, and things of that nature. And, uh, and that's why we're on this week with our friends from Sociable Cider Works. Yeah, so we've got uh, Kelsey from Sociable here, and we also have Megan from Dogfish Head. And we're actually here today to talk about women in beer. Fantastic. And uh, how it is to be a woman in the beer industry. and As you are a woman in the I beer industry. As I am a woman yeah. in the beer industry, which so, is why I'm here and Jim is not. So I want to get your path first, Jackie, before we get to our guests. What led you as a woman to get uh, to this path in, in the beer industry? So I started Elevated, um, oh God, five years ago now, mm-hmm. um, just part-time just wanted some extra, extra time filled my evenings and doing uh, sales stuff and turned into a full time and turned into managing and now full time buying at Minneapolis. And it's elevated does amazing. that, though, don't they? Don't they take people who are passionate about the industry and they say, oh, you're good at this. Yes, Watch, we do. And just ramp them up because yep. that's it seems like everybody kind of starts at the beginning there yep. and then um, they, they say, okay, this person has passion and talent and skill and let's take them up, which yep. is the way it should be, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, all of our, uh, well, obviously Jim's been there since pretty much the beginning. Mm-hmm. Megan actually worked for a, uh, the Minneapolis store before I started there. True. I, not for long and I didn't work there often, but um, I spent all my money that I made and then some <laughs> on here. So Almost like the bartender was, that makes all their tip money then goes right out exactly, and spends it all the next exactly. day. Yeah. <laughs> It was fun when I was there, though. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Sociable Ciderworks is the good. I, I'm I'm not recognizing oh. the pink can in front of me, yeah. and I'm very familiar with Sociable. It's my go-to cider. Well, this is the uh, the brand new Kelsey. You want to talk about the uh, the pinch flat? Yeah, actually, this is our our brand new uh, summer seasonal for us. So it's a collaboration that we did with Fair State. So uh, Fair State Roselle, if you've had that. With, oh yeah. Uh, hibiscus and uh, rose hips. So they taught us the process that they use for um, adding the hibiscus and rose hips to the, to the sour beer. And so we took that same process and added it to our cider. So um, what you're going to get is a uh, sort of a little bit sweeter than like a rose wine, mm-hmm. um, but it's still going to be nice and, and dry. Um, and we think it's really, it's really been taken off for us. It's been in the market for about three weeks now. And, um, in May, we're actually doing some really fun promotions and bars and restaurants all around the Twin Cities. They're called the Pinch Flat Patio Parties. Oh boy. And, uh, we show up at the patio at these various restaurants and we don't tell you when we're going to show up. We just know it's going to be through a, between a block of time from like four to seven. And if we get there and we catch you and you've got a pinch flat, we give you an entry to win a new bike from Handsome Cycles. So, oh wow, we're it's it's really fun. And actually, my team is out doing a couple tonight over in uh, Eden Prairie at Champs in Old Chicago. Okay, and so from here to Eden Prairie is about thirty five minutes. So about 
815 or something, <laughs> yeah. she'll be there. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll tomorrow- give you the exact time. Order yeah. a pinch flat right before then. Right, right. Tomorrow we'll, tomorrow we'll be in Minneapolis at 1029 and Bunny's Northeast and um, also Psycho Susie's. So uh, we're, you'll see us when we come in because everybody's dressed in pink and ready to have a party. And, and it, we're making a, a big to-do of it all over town and just making sure people know about how awesome this this product is. That's so. cool. So I, I, I do want to get into both of your paths in, into into beer or, yeah. in, you know, in, into this business, by the way, because uh, you guys were both uh, the last time you, you you two were on. It was uh, you were a part of Barley's Angels. So is that was that kind of your entry point into the industry as a whole or, or was it a kind of a, a different route that you had to take? Um, yep. For me, that was the start of it. I volunteered for the first Barley's Angels thing at a beer fest just by chance and really liked it and wanted to get more involved. And the industry has a lot of great people doing some really fun things. And it's the industry has evolved a lot, as everyone knows, that mm-hmm. follows craft beer. Um, so it's been exciting to watch that and also to see a lot of women who have been affiliated with Barley's Angels end up having careers in the beer industry. Mm-hmm. And and otherwise, do you think that you'd be here where you are now without them? Um, honestly, I'm not sure. sure. I don't know. I mean, I would hope that I would have gotten interested in um, craft beer through some other avenue, but that really was a good starting point. And fueled that passion, basically. Yep. Yeah, yeah, cool. For sure. Same thing for you, Kelsey. Yeah, I would say um, I started going to Barley's Angels meetings because I had only lived here in Minnesota for a couple of years and I didn't have a lot of like girlfriends here. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of a outlet for me to meet other women. And um, as I got more involved with it, I started to, you know, we brought in all these different sales reps and breweries to come in and do meetings and we met all these people. And so it was it was a lot of networking and and then you ended up being in a situation I personally ended up being in a situation where I wanted to change careers and I was like well heck I know all these people let sure. me start let me start asking them and and where can I help out and where can I uh volunteer and and that's uh really how it started for me as well so it's it's a like Megan said it's amazing if you look back over the you know the 6 years that Barley's Angels has been around 6 years 6 years I think Uh, we'll go with that. Um, The amount of women who actually have moved from just being a casual drinker into actually working in the industry is pretty impressive. Well, and that's why, you know, and from the days, you know, when Mike and I, when we started doing this show, you're talking about networking basically and and the amount of people that we've met just doing this show over these last handful of years. It's, it's truly amazing. And, and seeing the camaraderie that exists in this industry, but just so many cool people. And we, you know, we're having Ben on next. I mean, he's one of the people I met doing this show. It, yeah. It's just, and he's, and he's one of my good friends now. It's, it's just really cool to see that kind of blossom with everybody yeah, throughout ben, the industry. Ben used to be my coworker. Oh my goodness. Was, my apologies, yeah, by the way. Yeah, it was, he and I were uh, the, the twosome over at 612 for a while, mm-hmm. you know, when he, he first moved from the bar industry into the beer industry and. So we were, uh, you know, St. Paul, Minneapolis, the two of us kind of hand in hand taking on the world. So right. what a no brainer. If you're a brewery and you're looking for good people, go to a Barley's Angels meeting and say, hey, who wants to be in this industry? You're passionate about this product. You're obviously social. Obviously, you, yeah, you're right. coming here. I mean, it's like a you're you're they're pre-qualified to be in the industry right from there. I mean, yeah. what a no brainer. Yeah, so. I think our our membership in particular is incredibly knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And it's always kind of funny when we go to a, a brewery and 
they don't necessarily know what to expect from us. And they kind of start with like the basic tour and the brewery sure. and everything. Starts and with then, water. And then, <laughs> then the girls and the girls start to ask questions like, oh, so, you know, what's the what's the final gravity on this? And what's your process here? And, and they're like, uh, hold on, let me go get someone else to answer that question. <laughs> let me ask you, you both a question. You can please answer it separately unless you have the same answer. What do you think is going to be the next big thing one year from today? Uh, in the beer in the industry, beer or cider industry, whatever you think. Um, I think what you're going to start seeing is uh, CBD products. <clears throat> Who I said know, that, Rivers? I know. Who said that? I know. I was saying she's going to say it. She's okay. Say I mean, it. so you think it's just going to be a beer or a seltzer or something, uh, a cider with CBD? Yep. Yep. Okay. And yep. I, I was, I don't know when that was, probably a handful of months ago. I thought, what are we waiting for? Yeah. It's everywhere. Someone so, crank that out. So the issue with CBD is that um, the you gotta get a little closer to the mic. Yep. The issue with CBD is that the uh, federal government actually marks it as, or the FDA marks it as not fit for consumption. Okay. And but they don't have a regulatory body to actually um, go out and uh, stop people from you know sure. and basically enforce it. So mm-hmm. there's no enforcement on it, but they say it's not. Not rated for consumption. So that's what you should call the beer, though. By yeah. The way, if you make it, <laughs> yeah. Not consumption. So we told them right on the cover. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think the thing is, is there are a lot of people that are getting into the market with the idea that and, and not not so much on the alcohol side of it, but on the on the other you know product side of it. They're getting into the market with the idea that they think that regulations will change and mm-hmm. it will be allowed. Sure. Um, they're basically waiting for the slap on the wrist, you know, not asking permission, waiting to be slapped on the wrist with it. And that's a big gamble to take right now. So sure, Especially when your cost month. margins are so small to begin with. Yeah. That's a, you're right. It's a big risk to take. Yeah. So I think that's the... I, I think we'll see more and more of that in the in the coming years, especially as those regulations change. Sure. When Walgreens has it, when Walmart has it, you know, someone at Walgreens said, yeah. hey, we're going to get sued for $4.2 billion or we're going to sell $19 billion worth of this stuff. Let's sell it first and then worry about yeah. the consequences later. What do you think, Megan? What do you think is going to be the next big thing? Um, you got to well, get way back, way up to the. Um. Well, it's been a day. Uh, we actually just I, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but it's. At the forefront of my mind, um, Dogfish had just announced today that we're merging with Boston Beer Company. So, oh, wow. I mean, I foresee a lot of that in my personal future. Wait, that's a well, huge... And, and, that's, and I mean, I didn't want to talk about it really, and I shouldn't have brought it up because I have no <laughs> details that I can even know at this point. But that's point. a breaking that's a news here that's on the beer show. That's a huge, show. huge, huge it's deal. Been, yeah, and it's been kind of floating around um, all afternoon online and things like that. So I, I think in the next year, you know, that's kind of... My personal thought right now is that, is that there's going to be some crazy things happening with us, but um, but no, I think honestly some of that some of that kind of thing in craft beer honestly will be happening for um, breweries to you know maybe join forces a little bit on a smaller scale versus like working with big beer. I have yeah, the we'll update because you didn't say this, but I did. Boston Beer Company and Dogfish had agreed to emer- <laughs> to merge in a three hundred million dollar deal. Sweet, you're yeah. buying beers tonight. Yeah. <laughs> They, so you guys did a couple col- uh, collabs of Saver Craft Beer, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what you did? Yeah. And someone finally said, "Why don't we mesh?" That is un. That is a huge, huge, big yeah. deal, right? A lot so, of money. well, how oh. how will this affect then? Because I'm I'm just generally curious and, and answer whatever you're you're comfortable with answering. Because I know one of the big staples that you guys have, aside from your really good craft beer. Is you know the the hotel at the brewery and everything like that. Yep. Will any of that be affected by this merger? Um, 
the the minimal details that we got today. I mean, everything is still you know, sure. going to remain operating as is. Because so. that was going to be yeah, a that, thing. We, cultural cultural fit and the culture of the businesses are something that are so important to us. And that's that was something that was very focused in this discussion and culture is a huge deal at Boston beer too. So, so yeah. the merger brings together part. the Brewers Association's second largest craft beer maker, Boston yep. beer with the 13th largest craft brewery, Dogfish Head. Correct. Both companies will retain their status as BA beer associ- brewers associations defined independent craft breweries. So they're going to stay separate, but still merging the company. That's really cool. Congratulations. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Well, and, and you know what? Fun how, fact. How much of that 300 million are you going to get? Yeah. <laughs> um, remind me. Maybe the, a case of beer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The name of the of your owner at Dogfish Head. Yeah. Uh, Sam and Mariah Cal Jones. Okay, so Sam was on the show. Boy, that's that's the a launch, while ago. When we launched, that was in this market. Ago. Okay. Yep. Actually, Ryan had asked about him coming back and this this date was just like a, a week that was very busy for him <laughs> this is a bad week things. for me <laughs> yeah, well, in, in between two um big events you know and traveling and we're working on some collaborations outside of the country with um Rodenbach, so he's been traveling for that and um so the timing this was like two months ago or whatever when ryan asked about it sure. that we couldn't li- li- line it up but i mean holy moly would that have been a that would have been awesome can ages, i tell you what he's right? doing I just did some quick math. Oh, so I, I, can, I can tell you. Um, oh, God. Uh, pronounce his last name again for me. Caligioni. The Sam Caligioni will receive about 406,000 shares of Boston beer, valued at $314 per share or about $127 bucks. So you know what he's not doing? Some stupid interviewing on, on a beer show in, in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Well, my point was going to be that would that would be the first merger in which both owners have been guests been on, on this show, show, yeah, which is oh, very cool. Yeah. Because Sam, Sam's picking out what plane he wants. I think right. at this this time. Well, okay, but uh, so I mean, he bikes to work. Okay. So. Oh, really? But yeah. this Good so two years ago, how has this market been for you guys at Dogfish Head in um, Minneapolis? It's, it's challenging. I mean, we have a lot of really strong local breweries that are doing some really awesome things. So, um, and, and also some national brands that have been around for a long time, you know, that have been in this market and have a stronger presence. So it's, it's a challenging market, but it's very fun. And people really already knew the brand coming in. Um, we had previously briefly been in the market. So. And it's an um, educated market. So I have to imagine that because and I keep saying this every week, if you're not making great beer, you're going to have kind of a limited base to, 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 to grow on as, as a yeah. brewery. Yep, very true. But yeah, I think um, it's nice to have something, even coming in and being new in the market, have something that I can confidently tell people is you know a good, consistent product that yeah. we've been doing for almost 24 years. All right, we're talking women in beer with our friends from Do- uh, uh, Megan from Dogfish Head Brewery and Kelsey from Sociable Cider Works. And uh, Sociable, by the way, is the featured beer show guest this week with two tastings um, on Saturday. There isn't a tasting on Friday, but this Saturday at both the South Minneapolis location, Hiawatha and 42nd, and in White Bear Lake uh, on Highway 61 and 4th Street, uh, both from 5 to 7, Sociable Cider Works will be there, and you'll be there on site, I would assume, to sample. Right, Jackie? Oh, no, not on a Saturday. Come no, on! No. Come on! <laughs> well, we do have other tastings this weekend, too, so both stores will yeah. have a tasting on Friday and then Saturday from 3 to 5 and 5 to 7 with Sociable, so...
fantastic. Lots going on this weekend. Um, okay, so if people want to find out more information uh, about Dogfish Head, this epic merger that Mike <laughs> keeps wanting to pry into details of, uh, where they can locate your beer, all sorts of things. that, And be, maybe people are not really all that familiar with Dogfish Head Brewery. Everything's available online and through social media because I know you guys are very active in that regard. Yep. Yep, we um, have all the channels. We're connected on all the social media. Fantastic. And uh, same thing for Sociable, too. Yeah, yeah we have uh, SociableSidersWorks.com, uh, and we've got Facebook and Instagram and all of that stuff. Awesome. Today, actually, we, were, I, we have a great gal in the office, Taylor, who does all of our social media, and she's like, I need to take some pictures, so... Anna, one of our office office girls, and I are sitting outside on the patio, like with cans of, and she's like snapping pictures of our wrists. So if you look on social media and see a bunch of wrists, one of them's mine. one of them's yours. <laughs> yeah, awesome, <laughs> ladies. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate thank you. it. And uh, go in and see Jackie at the Minneapolis store, but just don't do it on Saturday. Is, is the message we're trying <laughs> well, to get? We'll be in White Bear on Friday. Okay, but, you know. All right. And uh, when I, when can I get Rusty Chain? When's Rusty Chain coming back? September. Okay. I got to wait till September? Yeah, but you got Pinch Flat to drink all summer and our mead if you haven't had our mead yet. Awesome. Yes. yes. I haven't had the mead yet, but I will try it. I promise. I brought some. Okay, yeah. good. Yes. See, that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens. Jackie, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll talk to you again. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Weekly Beer Run. And as always, you can find more information at elevatedtobws.com or just hit up the beer show page online at scorenorth.com. We'll be right back. This is the Beer Show live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. Calm. Final segment of the beer show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our buddy Ben Quam from Bent Paddle Brewing Company. Hello, he is here in studio. everybody. How are you, buddy? I am doing well. Uh, yeah, I can't believe it's already that time of the year, but Festiversary is again this coming weekend it's up in Duluth. Coming. Still on Mother's Day weekend, Reavers. Yes. <laughs> I, hey, I, I will say this. Uh, I talked my beautiful bride uh, to, to going up to Duluth. We hadn't made a Duluth trip. Yeah. In years, it might have even been before we had kids. So we just turned it into let's go up, let's do the what, what every Minnesotan does: go see the the light tower, go do everything. You know, we we stayed we stayed downtown. It was it was a lot Did of you fun. Say, oh my! I didn't know Ben. What, look at. Ben Brewery's weird. You know, you should ben. just stop over there. Man, let's just have a half a one. Just well, no. swing through quick. Oh here's my god, why that's I, what you did. You sucker. No, into but here's it. why I can get away with this because my wife loves Ben. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't have to sell. I don't have to sell that part. <laughs> it, of it. it wasn't that hard. She's no. like, "Why don't you go to the light tower? I'll hang with Ben." <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, that's just that's just a skill from my younger world that's transitioned into something else. Because in high school, I was the friend that you could say, "Well, I'm just going over to Ben's house to work on a project, and then we go get into some mischief." Yeah. Oh, nice. And now. Now I'm the oh, you're the adult honey, that does that. Honey, you know Ben, right? Like he's married. He's, he's old. Yeah. It's fine. Like <laughs> where there's nothing. What do you it's think fine. we're gonna do? Yeah, right. come on. We're just gonna hang out. Yeah. But a, but a year. So so uh, this is number six. Yeah, this is we're turning okay. six. That's unbelievable. It's crazy. It's just I you you look around and and it's both. On one hand, it feels like it, you know it's just yesterday that all of this started happening in Minnesota, and then on the other hand, you look around at how much things have changed sure. in six yeah. years, much less you know any time before that, and it's it's just crazy to see. So and, taking a second to really celebrate it is absolutely well worth it. And the beer scene in Duluth is, I think, in my mind, still 
extremely underrated. Oh, it's killing it. Killing it. And our neighborhood, Lincoln Park, is growing by leaps and bounds, and it's so beautiful. We now have two cideries. We have uh, Ursa Minor, a taproom-only brewery that is making incredible stuff. And what I freely admit I am the most excited for is they just opened a taco bar and, like, vintage arcade pinball and, like, mm. 80s video games. Shut up. So if if you're ever looking for where I'm supposed to be, like when we're <laughs> announcing a band on stage and I'm just nowhere to be found, you can probably go over to the taco bar and arcade. That's ba- really cool. some Galaga's, eating some tacos. Yeah. Right? Nice. Well, and if you go Pac-Man, you can actually still have one hand sure, free for one eating free. tacos. That's a good point. That's an so excellent I, you point. You made a comment that it's, you said, oh, Duluth is an underrated town. I don't think it's underrated. I think it's rated. I mean, it mm-hmm. is killing it. People know that that is becoming the second beer capital after the Twin Cities, yep. right? Is the, the stigma still attached, though, with whether, you know, you, you're selling a Duluth beer in the Twin Cities or up there when a Twin Cities brewery is trying to get into a Duluth bar? Is that stigma gone? Yes and no. I think there's always going to be a little bit of love for like your neighborhood place. As there should and be. And I totally agree. It should always be like you love the thing that's in your neighborhood that's helping fix roads and that's employing people in, in your family and your friend group. Um, but at the same time, I, I've never, in all of my time in Duluth, I've never heard anybody say like, oh, that's a Minneapolis beer. And the same thing back. Like there's nobody that's saying, oh, well, you know, Duluth isn't local, so we're not going to have you there. We may as well have Sam Adams or Ballast Point or somebody on at that point. Everybody kind of, there's, it's Minnesota pride. I mean, we're all, we're sure. all Minnesota. Yeah. I think that's why our sports teams work too, because it makes you feel like, Hey, this is the whole state, mm-hmm. man. This is uh this is who we are. But I will admit, I, or I will let you know. I mean, I was at elevated. This was a while ago. This was a couple of years ago. And a guy literally asked, I think it was Jim. He said, I want, I'm from Duluth. What do you, what do you have? Give, give me the from beers the, you have yeah. from, from the Duluth area. I mean, I was standing <laughs> next to the guy when he asked him, it was incredible. Well, I could see like a Minneapolis liquor store or a tap room, not a tap room, a bar, not wanting to carry something from St. Paul because yeah. it's separated. But Duluth is like, it's everyone in the Twin Cities place to go up north. Yep. Man, it's Duluth. We're all going to have Duluth beers because we're all one. I could actually see Duluth, and you said it wasn't like this, but I could see Duluth saying, uh, you know what? We're Duluth. We don't need to pull from Minneapolis and St. Paul. Yeah, I think they also understand, at least the, the places that I've talked to in, in my time at, at bars up there, is recognizing that we do a really good job at going up and talking about how much we love being able to go north mm-hmm. and to be able to drive two hours and basically see a freshwater ocean. Mm-hmm. And I, I am a, a big believer. I think I said it the last time I was on the show that sometimes you just need to look at, at water and just kind of yes. feel it and just decompress. Yep. And those of us, I think in the metro area here really feel that pressure. Sometimes I just can't hear that background rush of traffic. I can't hear another yes. person honk for no reason. Like, I just need to hear silence. I need to hear the stillness and the rushing of the water or the lapping of the waves, I should say. And they understand that a lot of tourism, like a lot of the rebirth of Duluth has 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 been helped out by tourism dollars, by people remembering how much they love going up there. Mm-hmm. And even in the winter, there's still people that are up there, whether it's it's winter biking or it's skiing or, you know, all of those things. So you also have to have to make sure that you're taking care of the people that are coming up there. And for the people that live in Duluth, it's also nice to be able to get some, sure. there's some great breweries down here in Minneapolis, St. Yep. Paul. Yep. They want the beer up there too. Yeah. I have a chance to try yeah, it. Absolutely. Although if you're going from Minneapolis to Duluth and you order a Minneapolis beer, <laughs> stop, you know, Come on, you're up in Duluth, right? <laughs> when in Rome is yeah, what you're when saying. When in Rome, yeah. right? It's, you don't go to San Diego and say, 
Oh, uh, yeah. What What do you got made in Minneapolis? You don't do that. <laughs> you're you have the a guy, San Diego beer. You're the guy that goes to like the Vikings Bears game and wears like a Chicago Bulls yes. jersey. You're like, dude, I get that you like really have to represent, but like, come on, come man. on. It's not even the right sport. <laughs> All right, uh, Ben Paddle, the guest you were there, our buddy Ben Quam. I need to I need to know more about this. So I I had a, I I will it fully admit I had a tiny sample of the trampled American Golden Ale. I, I need to know I need to know more about this because I'm seeing the label, but I want to hear the story behind it. I'm so happy we could talk about it. I've we've been sitting on this for so long as we got everything worked out, and we up. really wanted to make sure that it was it was ready, it was good to go, it was looking good. Uh, it is a 100 percent uh, Duluth collab with uh, ooh, there it is, yeah, uh, with our good friends at Trampled by Turtles. Nice. Um, you know, a, a a little engine that could that is now blown up into a, a nationwide uh, huge selling band, um, just killing it. And even as I've brought this around, I would say a quarter of my accounts have known somebody or are related to somebody who knows somebody in that band. And they always want to bring it up and they always have a smile on their face when they're doing it. And we debuted this for one day only at their concert at Bayfront Park last year. And it sold an ungodly amount. And that just kept the ball rolling. So we're going to roll it out this summer and we're going to kind of bring it out to everybody and it's a full collaboration. So we wanted to make something that you could absolutely crush three or four at a concert and have a good time, but that it still tastes like a well-made beer. So you crack it and it's a little bit hoppy. It smells like kind of a hoppy pale ale. Mm-hmm. That first sip, you definitely get that. And then it finishes with this beautiful, like light sweetness Yeah, it's soft. and then it's gone. Yeah. And I love, I love that because I get fatigued sometimes when I'm at a show because I see a beer that I love. And you have it, but you're going to be standing there in a hot room for three hours. And almost every time I tap out and then I'll just get, you know, some yellow fizzy water because I just need something different. What, what IBU is it, like 25 or something? Yeah, it's because uh, it's not here. it's not a five IBU. It's, uh, right? it's actually 20 even. Yeah, 20 even. All right. I mean, it has a little bit of mm-hmm. bitter, but it just walks away, walks mm-hmm. right off of your tongue. It really the scent is the most absolutely happy you get. And that's it. what we that's that's our tip of the cap to all of our craft beer fans that are mm-hmm. going to shows. And at 4.6 percent, it keeps you from having to do the math before you've had a few. Sure. You know, you're not sitting it's on not a, sneaking a, up. On yeah. It. Seven or eight percent beer. It's just really nice to be able to have that. And and also for us, like music has been integral in everything that we've done from our tap room. We've always had live music there. We love being a part of, you know, supporting live music, both in Duluth and then now down here. And for us to have something that celebrates both sides of that coin is is just perfect for us. So who is more pumped? Like is bent more pumped or is trampled by turtles more pumped that well, they get to do this or is the pumped equalness <laughs> yes equal pumps. Well, I mean, you know i mean if you're trampled by turtles you're now a pretty darn huge band yeah but it's still cool to get your name on a beer can and you know i let me just say this i i think i think that there's a lot of excitement on both sides okay. i can only speak for us and sure. just how much we've been waiting for this to be able to like just to be something we could talk about mm, much right. less taste um but they're playing red rocks Right. This summer. Yeah. And uh, the one of the distributors on Red Rocks heard that they had made a band or that they made the band had made a beer with us. They and they were so there. excited about it. They asked to sign a temporary distribution contract so that we could bring it out there. Wow. Just so temporary will just last 10 more years. Yeah. Sell so as much wait, of it as you can. So let me guess. There was one rep who shall go to an Amos that volunteered to what? distribute Take that, that beer to Red Rocks. I yeah. do hold I do hold that I called <laughs> dibs first before anybody. However, it was I will literally <laughs> stick as much beer in my car as well, possible. Well, you need to go train that distributor. Yep. They don't know what anything We're, we're actually we're taking a whole team out there. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're cool. all going to go out there. We're going to do pop-ups uh, in Denver, in Boulder, and I think in, in Golden, Colorado as well. 
And we're really just going to show off what Minnesota and what Duluth is doing. That's cool. Uh, and we love the fact that they looked us up and they saw the response that they had seen online mm-hmm. to our beers and the ratings that we have. And they said, clearly, these guys are making good beer. Obviously, the band is making great music and they're selling a ton of tickets. Let's try and put the two together. So, look, so walk me back to the beginning of this. Um, did, did this come about because Trampled by Turtles were just gigantic beer fans that they wanted to be connected more so to the community that they're from? Or was it a combination of both? I think it's a lot of that. You know, I, I think everybody, just like you were saying, everybody wants a little touchstone to home. And wherever you go and wherever people move, like there's always a little bit of your heart that stays where where you call of course, home. Yep. So, you know, if Duluth is the genesis of the band and we've always had a really fond relationship between the two, then it just made sense for us to try and, and do something together. Um, and they liked our beer. We love their music. And the two just kind of came together to form this beer. So Festiversary 2020 then should feature Trample by Turtles. Well, we're hoping, <laughs> you know, work your magic, quality. No, damn it, run. You know, we did this beer collab with you, but it will be like 800 grand for us. So if you want to do it, we'll be glad to do it for 800 grand. <laughs> we, will, uh, we will be there with beaming smiles on our faces when they play Bayfront Park on July 6th. We're okay. all going to be there. That venue is just, that's what, that's the size that they need to really let all their fans come and see it. And I will say this. I mean, you can have your Red Rocks and drive all the way to Denver or fly to Denver or whatever. That amphitheater, Bayfront Park, Bayfront Park mm-hmm. is that yep. what we call it, is spectacular. Stunning. It's it's spectacular. The music, uh, it's always a great show. You can always pretty much bank on the fact that it's going to be a great show. And it's just so much fun because you're right there on the water. Didn't you see Millie Vanilli there? I think that's who you saw. No, actually, I saw my, my friend Molly opened up for... I have to, I'll have, are you, I have to make a text. Are you using your in-quote friend Molly? No, no, literally. <laughs> okay. my, my, my buddy Nate, his wife Molly, okay. performed there, and we had the time of our lives. It was it was awesome. And cool. we literally just drove up there for her show. It's and did you say, oh my God, there's a bet. Look, Look at that. Oh, hey, hey, we should just stop in for What's he doing How here? How many times has he taken trips <laughs> up to Duluth to sucker people going up to bed? That's pretty I good. love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Smart, Reavers. Uh, well, that's that's what I do yeah. here. Um, okay, so what else, Ben? We we got we got a couple of minutes left here. Uh, what else, as as we approach the full blown summer season, can we expect from Bent Paddle Brewing Company? Well, for all of you that are coming to Festiversary, we will be debuting Trampled at Festiversary, and Sweet. then it'll go live on sale around the state uh, in North Dakota and Wisconsin in uh, on Monday, starting on Monday. Okay, so we'll have that. Um, we have different expressions of all of our flagship beers. Uh, we're doing a vertical flight of Double Shot Double Black. Going all the way back to uh, 2015. Why did I think that was just a seasonal? Double uh, shop, double black. Yep, it is. Oh, we, it is. Yep, it's I'm our, sorry. It's our barrel age. We and, put but it out where are you November. doing this vertical? What, what, where? It, we have these little beer huts. So oh, each it's going to be at your festival. Yep. Okay, because I was like, wait. Hut, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Yep, each hut is a different beer. Mm-hmm. And then you can go, and so every hour we'll be tapping a different double shot, double black. Okay. Uh, for all the, the, the barrel age chasers that are out there. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, it's really just going to be a good time. Beginning of June, we'll be coming out with our, our third Wilderness Tuxedo. This time it'll be a mango guava sour. Oh my. Yeah, it's it's good. real pretty and it's real good. Okay. Uh, so we'll have that. And then uh, later on this summer, the second week in July, we'll have uh, Paddle Break Blonde coming back out as our, our summertime sipper. That's really cool. So yeah. real, real cool question. You know, these things that are coming out, how are you tasting them? Are they in the fermenters? What are, I mean, are you just getting like, this is what we think it's going to taste like? How does that work? Well, there may be a sighting of mango guava sour that's uh, coming around this weekend at a festiversary. Okay, so I mean that so they make a, a one-off batch of it or mm-hmm. what? Okay. 
to uh, test the recipe or I don't yep, even know how to do that. Yep. And then sometimes we'll actually brew it a little bit ahead of time if okay. we know that this is going on because it okay. takes a while for us to package stuff. Got it. Okay. So you can literally. So you're tasting the real beer that's yep. going to be for sale. Okay. Yep. Very cool. Um, and it takes, you know, it's two to three weeks for us to get everything down mm-hmm. into all our distributors so that when it goes live, our, none of our buyers are, are waiting. Oh, I we want to make yeah. sure that everybody can get you the You don't beer. finish the beer, put it in the can, and the next day have it out on exactly. the market. It takes a, a few week lead time to the get it out The logistics are fun. Okay. that that That's the part I was missing. Because I thought, how is he drinking that beer? Because it mm-hmm. might not be brewed yet, but it makes sense that and, it would And be. I'm willing to go this far. If you are making your way up to Festiversary this year, and you are hearing about it here on the beer show, go find Ben Quam, and he will buy you a beer. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. I'm a short... Skinny blonde guy <laughs> wearing just, mom jeans. Yeah, just listen for my, listen for my voice and from the stage, and you'll be able to find. No, me. but in all honesty, having attended it last year, and even I mean, the weather wasn't great. It was fine, yep. but it wasn't great. It was awesome. Yep. It was so much fun. I and my wife and kids were with me. I mean, it was completely family friendly. <laughs> I don't say I even that, had fun. No, my wife and kids were even I, with me. I meant to say it the other way around because what I'm what I'm trying to say is if someone like my family. Friendly, with me, it's, yeah. it doesn't matter. There were my kids were playing seventeen different games yeah. on site. I mean, that's that, it was it was cool. We got a huge area for the kids, so bring the family. Just come down, have a good time. You will not find a better, just harmonious community experience than what we have at Festiversary. And it's bentpaddlebrewing.com? Correct. Okay, and, and also Twitter, Facebook, all the above. Yeah, you can find me at uh, Ben Paddle Beer on Instagram and on Twitter. I'll tell you everything that's going on in the metro area. Otherwise, yeah, Ben Paddle Brewing. All right, buddy. Th- uh, great to see you again. Uh, here's to six more years for Ben Paddle. Love you. Thank you, uh, Michael. That's going to do it for this week's edition. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Reavers. You're the best. And thanks for your humble brag about je- uh, oh, golfing man, with Jack Nicklaus. I felt so bad Nicholas. that I should have never told No, that, that was awesome. Are you it was, kidding me? It was like life-changing for me, so I had to tell somebody. As it should be. So Thank you. We'll see you again next week. See you, man. Uh, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. And my name is Chris Reavers. If you missed any portion of the program, well, then shame on you. Go online. Check out the podcast. You can find it right now at scorenorth.com. For Michael, I'm Reavers. We'll talk to you again next Thursday night, live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. This is The Beer Show. Cheers.